The Thought Lounge podcast is sponsored by Willow, a social networking app powered by open, honest conversation. Willow is a space where people can connect to local communities, individuals, and the world at large through open-minded conversations. You can download Willow for free on the iTunes App Store today. Welcome to the Thought Lounge podcast. You're listening to the fifth episode of our We Need to Talk series, which is about conflicting perspectives presented side by side with the utmost respect for one another. For a full bio of each guest and for more on the format and philosophy of the We Need to Talk series, listen to the first couple minutes of the first episode of this series on bias and leadership. In this episode, our guests will be answering a question on American morality presented by Brian Kim, a nonstop adventurer and writer for the California Magazine. Brian recently got back from biking and hitchhiking from San Francisco down to Panama and is currently saving up money to do more world travel, but this time on motorcycle. Brian's question was, is it environmentally moral to be an American? How about in regards to American foreign policy? And first up to answer this question is Brian himself. Enjoy. Um, I don't think there's a clear yes or no answer to this. Um, I think that as Americans, our carbon footprint is probably larger um, per capita than other nations. Um, there was that statistic with uh, like if everyone in the world lived as Americans did, we would need five Earths. Um, so I think it's pretty clear that environmentally and in terms of foreign policy, we're not very well received by the rest of the world. Um, and that's something that as, as someone who's, uh, who's born and raised in, in America, um, that's something that you can't, you know, our perspective is already like inherently biased, I think, having grown up in American schools. And I, I, I don't think we had, our perception of ourselves it, is maybe not the right one. Um, I mean, I think as an, as an American, I kind of feel this like subconscious um, idea that America is kind of culturally and politically the, the center of the world, even though that, that's completely wrong, obviously. Um, but I think that we as Americans do have a very American-centric um, ideology, and that might um, make us willfully ignorant of our impact on the world, environmentally and politically. That was Brian Kim. Next up is Mauro Cifuentes. One more time, the question is, is it environmentally moral to be an American? How about in regards to American foreign policy? Yeah, when I hear that question, I hear it in a little bit of a different way. I hear, you know, sort of what ethical responsibility do people living in the U.S. have, you know, in relation to the environmental impact that we have, both domestically and internationally. So, you know, I think the answer to that question really depends upon who we ask, you know, like which which Americans, you know, because we know that people who are higher income earners are using more electricity, are using more natural resources, are consuming more, literally, Um so I would say no at those levels the the 
the degree of consumption is absolutely unethical and exists only because we're able to exploit people domestically and abroad. You know, cheap labor, you know, making resource extraction as sloppy and cheap as possible, and the people who live there end up bearing the brunt of the long-term effects of these cheap methods of getting stuff out, whether it's rubber, whether it's diamonds, whether it's oil, whether it's lumber, you know, whatever it is. Um, we're doing it as cheaply as possible, play, paying people as little as possible, doing it as sloppy as possible so that people who make good money here in the U.S. can consume as much as they want. Um, and I think that lower-income people in the United States sort of bear a little bit less of that responsibility just because, you know, when you don't have money to spend on lots of things all the time, you're not consuming as much just because you don't have as much to consume. Um... But I think that, you know, with, with regards to American foreign policy, I think that a lot of the stuff having to do with, you know, our, our economic and, and resource imperialism, you know, because we extract things from all over the world to put into products that we just consume here. Like, I know people that have, you know, three computers, two iPads, two televisions, two whatevers, and it's like, if you think about the labor that went into those things, if you think about, you know, the places that were just devastated you know, through taking out those resources, um, no, that's absolutely not ethical, but through our advertising industry, that consumption is pushed on us so heavily. You know, of all the movements that we have in this country, one of them that we don't have is the right to not be advertised to. You know, and I think that that one would fundamentally change so many other things in this country if we had so much, um, if we had much stronger regulations around advertisement, which we used to. We used to, but they've gone away in the past 30 to 40 years. That was Mauro Cifuentes. Next up is Laurie Sulpizio. I kind of think uh, there are times that, um, you know, I sit and look at our country and think we're not very conscious. You know, consciousness, we're just, collectively, it's not too high. Um, and I don't know if it's partially the size and the diversity and you know, that contributes to that, but... I feel like this question gets at that, and um, I think absolutely we're a part of it. I mean, right, if you choose to, well, everybody can't move to New Zealand or whatever, but if you, you know, if you choose to kind of stay in and engage and continue to just do what everybody does, you know, just because, like, well, I've got to live in it, then I think that's where we get complacent, and as a collective, I mean, right, we're co-creating this America that, I mean, I... I, I agree. It's sometimes it's really disappointing to think about who we are, you know, in terms of we aren't conscious about the environment. We aren't conscious about um, the way that we produce food or the way that we treat others or the way that we deal with other countries. I mean, we're, we're bullies, you know, we're kind of very, you know, singularly short-term focused. I don't think it's like, oh, well, if my great grandkids, like I'm dead, you know, and how terrible of a perspective that is. I mean, right. I feel like we just don't have much concern and or consciousness around things greater than us in the moment. 
Um, and it's not present. It's like, oh, we're living so present. No, it's not that. It's like we're living in such short-term self-absorption. And it's and I think you see it. Like saying, so you see it in our environmental policy, foreign policy. You see it in our education system. You see it in our healthcare. I mean, you see it across the board. Um, and maybe if more people did say, we're going to not live this way. We're not going to shop here. We're not going to do it this way. We're going to do it differently. I know I'm just one, but if I just do my part and then you do your part and he does her part and his part and she does her, maybe there will be a, a kind of critical mass and a tipping point and maybe we can shift. Um, but I feel like there's a, a comfort in, you know, kind of the, um, the crowd, you know, like, Oh, no one's going to really know that I'm going to do it. No one knows. I'm just one of the billions of people, you know? Um, and that's where it gets dangerous. You know, I think that kind of crowd mentality when you're not even aware of it, doing just what is, you know, gets done, um, is where it gets dangerous. And I think countries and communities go down bad paths. And at the same time, that's where I think it's up to leadership, right? It's up to those who do hold some sort of power of resources and decisions and have the capacity to make change, to say we're going to steer this ship a different way. And it's going to be a little kind of uncomfortable to begin with because we're so used to driving our cars whenever we want wherever we want you know we're so used to ordering whatever we want whenever we want if and now you're not going to get to but it's for this long-term plan and i think if we could start that and be willing to do that and have some some folks and some groups that are willing to kind of take our ship down a different road maybe we could be more environmentally moral i know that i love the moral word but more conscious i think is a better word than moral for me personally, so we could be more environmentally conscious, we could be more foreign policy conscious and kind of be part of a greater kind of collective of our country, other countries in the world that just kind of live, you know, kind of in a more complete, wholesome way. That was Laurie Sulpizio. Last up is Justin Brooks. Yeah, this is also a great question. Um, you know, we're complaining about China and all the pollution that they're generating and being this incredible growth machine of industry. You know, China's going through an industrial revolution while they've got 1.4 billion people. We went through an industrial revolution when we just had, you know, in the thousands of people. So the impact of our industrial revolution versus theirs is very different. But it still begs the question of, is it moral for us to say China shouldn't be able to get to the point of having two cars for every family and consume the level of resources that we do on a per capita basis while we're sitting over here doing it, you know? So we're sitting in our big houses and burning lots of fuel and driving huge cars. And, and the reality is if China does that, if India does that, the whole planet is destroyed. So it, it, it it's a very tough question. I mean, the idea, is it moral to be American? 